welcome to another episode of Five Years to Forty, the podcast and community where we are talking, thinking, and taking tremendous steps throughout our 30s towards a fascinating and fabulous 40-year-old life. Guys, today I am super excited because we have the fabulous, adventurous, just love life living Miss Je Suis Glorie. She's a fellow blogger and the definition of an adventurous woman. She's also on a path to five years to 40, and we're just really excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Lorraine. I am happy to be here. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> so good. So guys, today we'll be talking about self-love. Valentine's Day just went by, and um, we, why we advocate for all types of love, because you know, love is universal. We love love. We love love on the channel, you know. But today we're talking about self-love. Now, Jasmine Lorene has a page that we are going to leave the description to, the link in the bottom of this um, episode that you can follow. And she talks about all things love, some very deep, thought-provoking work that you want to get in on because self-love, as you will see in the episode, is a is a process. And Ms. Lorene will help us to understand the process more. So, talk about self-love. We could start the conversation off by if you would give us what inspired your journey to start the self love project. Uh, this this project for me started like ten years ago. Wow. <laughs> um, I had recently come out of a long term relationship, mm-hmm. and like I really wasn't feeling great about myself. Like I put on a lot of weight, and I was not independent i wasn't doing anything that i loved doing Mm. and i just made it was january 1st 2011 i believe Mm. and i just decided that i wanted to become more active i wanted to start back exercising and dancing Mm -hmm. and just doing all the things that i like to do so with that i joined the gym and i had a gym buddy i used to go to the gym late in the night like every day of the week and then sometimes I had a friend who would go in the morning, so I would go in the morning with her. Wow. You know, I wasn't working at the time. So like that was my that was where I just burned my energy and do all my stuff. Nice. And there's this thing in New York called um well in the US called Living Social and Groupons mm-hmm. where you could buy um classes for discount prices. Okay. So whenever I saw like a uh dance class or a, a aerobics class or a boot camp i can't remember going to boot camp in the city june winter oh for six gosh. o'clock in the morning and i'm like i thought i didn't have discipline but <laughs> listen to wake up to go to this boot camp in the cold for six yeah. o'clock in the morning and i can't cancel because there's 24 hours before you could cancel otherwise i lose my mind oh my god so like i used to do that and the whole the whole ambition of it was not to lose weight. Like I never had losing weight in mind per se. Mm-hmm. But then I remember walking down Church Avenue in Brooklyn one day and I bumped into a girl I went to school with. And she's like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see? What she talking about? Revenge weight. I think that's a term they give it. Like when we have a breakup and you just <laughs> get yourself back. But it's Good like, I didn't see Right. the weight loss i didn't see it at all and then after that like like my family would be like oh you get this so small like what happened to you oh, Lord. <laughs> and i'm like i'm just be i'm just more active you right. know 
And when I started realizing this one day, I went to um, the Gap. Mm -hmm. But Gap clothes, their sizes, like the smaller <laughs> sizes. <laughs> so I went and I tried on a size four pants, and the pants fit me. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Who the nicer than me? Who the feel like, what? <laughs> and like size four from. I used to wear like 13, 14, sometimes okay. 15. Wow. And now I'm size 4, I mean, I'm not really a size I wasn't really a size 4, maybe 6, 8. Mm -hmm. And I'm still 6, 8. <laughs> but like, so that gave me an extra drive and made it about weight loss. But, and it kind of, it, it helped boost confidence and it kind of got me into a, a better space than where I was before. Mm -hmm. So that's where initially this journey started. Okay, the self-love. Yeah. yeah. That. Well, thank you for sharing that. So right now, what does self-love mean to you? You've, you've evolved from using it as, um, as a, I guess, a catalyst to kick to get your life back in order. So now that you're, yeah, this place and you're clearly, clearly, guys, fit, fitness goals hashtag over here. <laughs> so what, what does it, what has it evolved to mean um, for you now? At this point, it has evolved into me needing to accept myself fully and 100% right. and it's like a total work in progress mm. uh, there was just one point in my life where I didn't like a lot of things about me right I think I was depressed and and just feeling stuck right you know and I'm always a problem-solver type of person so mm. I'm always looking for solutions to like why you know why is this happening to me why am I feeling this way like you know, like I felt like I needed therapy, so like I would look out, look for for therapists, or I would speak to anybody I think would have some insight to give me answers as to why am I the way I am. And throughout that process, like I've learned different things. Like I've I've learned I'm aware of my flaws. I'm aware that you know I have um, childhood trauma that needs healing. Right. And. You know, so it, it's just been a process of reading more and understanding how to make it work for me or how to change my mindset and all of that. And you know, I'm not healed. I'm not and that and and, and I I like the, the fast, the quick, you know, it needs to happen right. now. Your personality and that is solve problems, right? That is my biggest flaw, like understanding that it takes work and it's not gonna happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So when I start thinking crazy, I'm like, why am I still thinking like this? You know what I mean? Like, it happens. Why I can't think different? Or why am I feeling stuck? Or why do I need this? And why, 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 why? I think my whole life has always been questions. Right. But it's a good thing, I must say, for you to be able to question it. Because there are several people walking around with the same childhood trauma and with issues, but never taking the time to be the to do the introspection and, and to say, well, you know, there's something going on here. I, I know that I, I know this is how I feel, and self-awareness is a huge gift. So you yes, are like yes, you yes. like way ahead of the, of the rest of. I mean, people say that, but then I still feel like. Ugh. Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a, and that's kind of like the the the, the, always, the perfectionist ish right. thing. So that's the flip side of being as introspective as you are, as yeah. as you know, as aware as you are, because you walk. <laughs> she a lot of people just walking around with a cloud and not even recognizing that there's stuff going on and we need to take time to process it and get through it so it's a really great thing that you are there because you would also be able to notice it in other people and help other people through it which is why guys make sure to follow her in her self-love project now tell me how if you have a self-love 
are there things that you do to help you create more self-love? We know that you do exercising, we know that you do deep reflection, but is there anything else? Is there anything in particular you like, especially along the lines of finance, like wealth? Considering finances and relationships, consider careers, consider health. Because that's our pillar topic, so um, what would you do it along those lines? For me, I find myself journaling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to do, I forget what time so I'm mm-hmm. not constant with it. Right. But I find meditation helps mm-hmm. a lot to just get you centered and focused. For real. And a lot of things come, come up, like questions I may have before I start meditating, like somehow I come out and I, I get the answer. Right. And um, I also like being in nature, so I like the bush, I like <laughs> being by the water. Yeah. And that really energizes and inspires yeah. me. Yeah. So like, these are some of the things that I do just to take care of my mental wellness. And it's a good thing you do that, because let me tell you, I live vicariously through you. I look at all your pictures and all your hiking, and I'm like, I want to go, but not really, I'm glad she's going. <laughs> I don't know about the trip to um, you did Golden Falls, was it? I did. Girl, I don't go back so bad. <laughs> Girl, I it, mean, it, it, it's, it's worth it. It's worth. It's a trek. Yeah, but it's it's so worth it. It's right, really but maybe one of these days you'll convince me and I'll go. Because, yes. but I mean, I love being able to live through you. So keep <laughs> doing that. Keep doing yourself. Your self care routines are wonderful for all the people who. You know, like nature and and well, and, and I also it resonates with me that you say that nature works. Because what I, I yeah. may not hike through the, the Grand Sand like you would, but I would have some plants at home, and I tend to when I nurture them, I feel so you much better. Them. If I had a hard day at work, I go and I you know I do some molding, I, I move them around or whatnot, and I just feel so much better. I so, actually want to get into that. Like yeah. I really want to start planting. Garden, it's yeah. it's really good. I can spare yeah. life. So. I understand and I really do appreciate that you say that nature is one of the ways you do self-care. Um, self-love, I'm sorry. So <laughs> what is your greatest struggle you find with the achieving it? Achieving um, the self-love, this self-love thing. Well, I think my greatest challenge right now is getting over some, like changing my mindset. So basically, my social, my socialized upbringing, mm-hmm. or you know what we learned from, like I don't, I don't believe in it anymore. But at the same time, it's it's been hard for me to break out of it. Like mm-hmm. for example, like people pleasing and mm-hmm. not having boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, like not being able to say no. Like I'm a person who just I can't, I can't say no. Like I'm always feeling bad, mm-hmm. you know, about something. I could probably be having a conversation with you and I would go home and think, like if I say something and then I'd be like, feeling so insecure that, did I say that? I wonder if she took that the wrong way. Right. And I would think about it for the whole oh night. Gosh. And like, so that's my biggest challenge, just not giving a shit, yeah. basically, yeah. about anybody or anything. And just owning my authenticity and not caring. I want to not care. I really feel... I will be liberated when I get to that point that nothing outside of me matters. You know, that I'm just comfortable and I love myself enough that I know that I have my values and I would live my values and I don't need to be what everybody else thinks I need to be. 
I get it. You know, I understand where you're coming from because I too struggle with the the the, the disease to please. please. Is what I do for calls it. The disease to please. You just you don't know how to say no. And and for a long time, you know, it was like a a, a bad thing. But the but truth is, like that. That, is that is how it's yeah. ingrained. And yeah. and also having a caring and nurturing heart is not something that comes around very often. It's it's hard on us and people will come to us because people can sense yes. the caring and the, the, the nurturing yeah. spirit that you have. People will be drawn to it because that's what you give out. But like you said, boundaries is what I found really helps. Yeah. And um, learning just when 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 you you cancel from empty cups. So if you sure. are not if you if you give 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 away and then you don't um, take time to take care of yourself, then yeah. it's hard to do it. And then, yeah. and then nobody's happy. I, I always, as someone else, I say, listen, when everybody get, when I get angry, you know, everybody is happy. happy. Right. So let's, let's stop, let's stop and try it's to pause nothing. before everything, because, you know, you, you're the one, you're the peacemaker. You're the one who, like you say, problem solved. Yeah. But when, when that part is missing, the whole world feels it. So, and I guess that's why your, your self-love um, practices are so essential. For your it personality, is, so it's probably so. No wonder you started a project. <laughs> yeah, because I just better. Wonder, there's other people that I'm that sure in struggling. my positions when you know. It's true. So, um, do you think self self love is gender bias? Uh, probably, as women, we talk about it so a lot, or more, yeah. or more vocal with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I've been seeing recently that a lot of like celebrity men talking about you know getting therapy and and, yeah. and you know focusing on mental on their mental health and I think that is so like I was just so happy yeah seeing that so I'm, I'm hoping it trickles down and men start the conversation and start talking about it yeah I'm with you now I really wish our guys would get some more into the, the self-love thing yeah. I, again back to culture you kind of feel like guys love themselves because you're gonna walk around when they're big and yeah. bad and they mm, mm, mm. Yeah. but a lot of times a lot of the behaviors they, they they show is more indicative of somebody who is insecure than somebody who oh, is yeah. somebody who yeah. is um fully uh, full of love because if you're full of love you won't go around delivering hurting people you will not go around lying you won't go around trying to to yes, make yes. other people unhappy those behaviors are associated with people who are it's really unfortunate, but when we when we when um when we get to the point where men are fully loved, I think that they will get into they will get with women who are fully loved also. And man, Grunita would change. The whole world would change. The whole world. I change. wish you could bring up the car and have more of the ah. conversation. I wish men would get to a point where they're more open to yes. have these conversations. You yes. Know? I'm here for it. So guys who are on this channel, we're talking to you. And if you think that you have some insights, come let me talk about yes. <laughs> We would love to have you here. The three of us can be sitting on this couch drinking yeah. some red wine because you know this is Valentine's weekend, so we're here drinking tap. <laughs> and we can really solve some self-love problems, okay? So anybody willing to take up do what take one for the team and come on this channel yeah, and we'll talk about this. Yeah. Alright? <laughs> So, how has self-love, Lorraine, help you to improve your um, your life in terms of again relationships, in terms of career, in terms of um, health? Um, 
But health wise, you know, I started taking care of myself more because there was just a point where, you know, sickness and, and talks of cancer and all these things were just so crazy. And I'm like, you know, I want to be in control of some, you know, of control of my health that mm -hmm. I just don't want to intentionally put myself in a position where I could get, you know, get sick for, for diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I started following Dr. Sebi and right. I, you know, adapted to his alkaline lifestyle. But then at the same time, I had to make it, I had to be realistic and make it work for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like life is all about moderation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we don't, we don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. So I would say I'm on a moderationist diet. Mm -hmm. moderationist cool. diet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the alkaline diet like this is no meat, no fish, no none of that. Mm -hmm. And I won't buy meat, I won't buy fish, I won't cook it. Mm -hmm. So I used to be like, I'm a CEO. Christmas, Easter, and every other, right. when I go to family house and right. we have things, I'll eat my belly full and right. enjoy. Right. You know, on weekends, you, I give myself a little treat. Mm -hmm. But there's just moderation with not over, you know, not overeating too much meat or too much acid and and I always have an acidic stomach, so that was that lifestyle was helpful for me to try to, to combat that. Combat okay. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, what was the other thing? Um, in terms of your relationships, maybe self love and self love. Still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> boundaries, you know. I'm, 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 boundaries. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on 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 getting there. So right. I'm not. I'm not. Well, there. at least one is really strong so we just happy that uh, it, yeah, it, it helps yeah, you to, yeah. to, to get one pillar in and like you said it's a, this whole journey is a we understand it's a process so it is a process so it's a process it's never ending you, yeah. you're always learning every day so, yeah. <laughs> so self-love do you think it's something that somebody let, let's say someone is uh, 2011 you is the, the person that feels like really down right now um, the relationships are kind of, you know, whatnot, not working how they would want it. Um, let's say the person's in a place where maybe their, the career is not where they want to be, or their their finances is not where they want it to be. How do you think self love can help to recreate or create uh, something that leads to? A thriving, fantastic, fabulous. Because you know that's what we want, what we want, what we want to do yeah. towards this journey to five years to forty. So how can self love help to create that? Well, to me, self love it 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 gives you an understanding of yourself, and I think sometimes going into silence mm. and really giving yourself up. We hide on ourselves real bad. Like yeah, yeah. we judge ourselves really terribly true. our self-talk or sometimes the worst like we could be our own enemies you know and we could be really toxic to us maybe not to other people but to ourselves mm -hmm. and i think when we reach that patch in life where things just feel like nothing is working out and nothing is happening we have to go inwards you know we have to Absolutely. take we have to take what do you want to take um 
inventory right. of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how you're feeling how how because certain things I know would, would trigger me so if you learn what's your trigger, so you know what's keeping you stuck, mm -hmm. you know, and it's important to reach out and get help. Right. You know, yeah, whether sure. it's a friend, because sometimes we feel ashamed to, to well, I, I as a book, I, everybody, <laughs> I feel like I could learn something from everybody. So I'm always opening and I'm always sharing because I'm, I'm so open for feedback, like I'm a sponge right now. Mm -hmm. So reaching out like there's a lot of life coaches in Grenada right now mm -hmm. and they and life and business coach and they would help you create goals and 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 make plans to reach wherever you want to reach because it's, it's you have to put in the work yeah. you have to put in the work yeah. it's just not going to happen and you have to build the confidence and knowing that you are enough and you are worthy of whatever you want and I'm trying to get into that space where I feel like I'm enough, you know. So that that is something that I'm presently working on. So get get some support, get yeah. some outside support. I'm so glad you said that because that is something like, and I guess that's that's it's. I understand what you say that you're overlooked, and I'm not. Like and for me, that's my biggest struggle. Like, I, I I I clench up when I have a problem. I just kind of I do the. The reflection mm -hmm. i do the inventory i i i can spot i tell people in about three to four days i know oh this is where we fell off this is where i fell off this is this is what happened but in terms of being able to run to a friend and like say this is happening this is going on i tend to kind of just keep it together and i really do understand what you're saying because the truth is a lot of times i'm, I'm i am juggling things or struggling with stuff and one conversation later i have so much solutions and i'm like jeez you should have just talked about this no time. because we think we're so different from each other right when it's like we go, the the same like we go through the same things <laughs> we're so all gonna connected you know? oh lord people could only get yes, it yes. and i guess that's why i'm glad that we're having this conversation yeah. and thank you again for, for coming because it i think people will be able to realize journey was so transparent that I was like this woman is so brave <laughs> like the, the whole hair cutting and the, 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 the thinking and the, the, the conversation how you detail the conversation you had with your barber and how you talk about and I felt it in my soul <laughs> you understand and it's so true that like, we have so much external things that we associate with our self-worth yeah and for women hair is one of it yeah. you know um, hair and 
together and apart from apart from physical things we also associate things like relationships and and yeah. and a, a good um, yeah. thing and mm-hmm. a good car or a nice shoe or whatever people just we have so much things that associate that are completely outside of who we truly are and if you like you said we are worthy regardless regardless of whatever happened what regardless of what, what we have regardless of what we accumulate and regardless of your hair, please tell yes. us a little bit more about the hair journey because I'm telling you, it was, it was really, really moving to to see you go through it, and I really celebrate you for sharing that. Thank you. I celebrate you for sharing it. I actually I kind of, <laughs> you know. I mean, I had cut my hair. It wasn't the first time like I I went solo, mm-hmm. but like I always I have a wig, like I wear my wig, so it wasn't no big deal. Right. But this time. My intention wasn't to, to go that low. Like this, I think I was the lowest I've ever gone. Mm-hmm. And it, like, he was cutting. Like, we, we had a plan at the mm-hmm. start. Like, this is how it's going to be cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, as he's shaving my head off, like, he's seeing, like, you know, I had so much, um, so much problem, is, you know, issues mm-hmm. going through. And he's like, oh, we can't do this. We have to so keep going a little lower. And, then, and like, I'm going to share. Like, well, okay. Like my whole everything just changed. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I didn't plan for this. And like he realized like what was happening. And then he just jumped in, you know, and then he started giving me so much encouragement and so much motivation. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you're beautiful. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? You, like but you, the you know? were beautiful. And then Absolutely. like he was challenging me to like yeah. don't put anything in your hair. You yeah. know, you need to come by me every week. Let's you know keep it it's gonna grow back, I'm gonna make sure your hair grows back perfectly. Mm-hmm. And but, but the ball pictures, the, the pictures with your hair that were beautiful and strong. There was a, a fierceness that come out in them. Yeah, yeah. I think after I left, I left there. I left with that. Mm, and then I reached on the streets and like left for right people. <laughs> like, oh wow, you look nice. Your hair looks nice. And I'm like, see, really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The compliments, you know, made it made me feel. Very good about it. So, yeah. well, yeah. self love is good for overcoming fear. So I'm glad that that's one of the, the things that you were able to overcome. So we're just gonna try to wrap the episode now. But as we leave, can you tell us more about your um, your other projects? So I know there's a self love project. You also promote events. Yes, lots so, experience. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna have that link as well in the description of this episode. So make sure to follow her and all of of all of her other events um that's coming up i think you you have well anyway you you'll, you'll keep us posted about them and we're gonna have the description link link in the description right so is there anything in particular you want to tell us about these events or anything we should be looking forward to anything you want to announce or? um well lux experience is just a brand that's about bringing people together to celebrate life mm-hmm. like most of my themes are gratitude and i feel like you know, every day should be a day of celebration. Like every day you're alive and you're breathing and you know, all might not be well, but we were here and, mm-hmm. and, and it could change. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is that the energy I want my events to have. Like people just having fun and just letting loose and enjoying that moment with their friends, partners or whoever. So that's my whole concept with this brand. So follow me Lux Experience on Deluxe Experience on Instagram. 
and there's something coming up soon. So oh, nice. Well, I could, I could, I could, um, I could vouch for it because.